Thanks for tuning in to Old Ass Movie Reviews, episode 15. Today we are reviewing the Ed Wood classic, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I went for a walk on the beach today. I don't even know what the beach is. I haven't been there in 20 years. Yeah, I know. It, it had, <laughs> Jesus, I just was thinking about it. It's probably been almost 20 years since I walked on any beach. The last one I can remember going on was... Uh, the Jersey Shore. When we went down for a comic book convention, me and all my buddies. Doing I bet the beaches here are almost as nice as Jersey's. Oh, no, no. You have no idea what the beaches in Jersey used to be like, man. <laughs> uh, when, but oddly enough, the Jersey Shore was pretty well cleaned up by the time we got there. Well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, down here you have the, um, the jellyfish to worry about. But up there, the similar thing would be the hypodermic needles, right? Hypodermic needles. Oh, my God. You have no idea, dude. That's... <laughs> That ain't even a joke. At, no. one point, at one point, they were horrible, like insanely bad. Let me try and... They have a different color flag for a, a, a needle invasion. <laughs> <laughs> I am recording. But true. Trying to figure out where to put that camera. I don't know. You're in a cage again. There you go. I'm in the cage again. Yay. Steel cage. There we go. That's a little bit better, I guess. Right? Uh, yeah, but it was actually kind of nice. Cool. Uh, I might I might go ahead and get a, uh, a season pass or something for one of the like the state parks or something. Oh yeah, because I think there's less people there probably. It was yes. pretty nice. It wasn't that crowded now? Oh, that's good. Hey, COVID. <laughs> there's one benefit. Yeah. I may have to go check out the beach. Going to the beach. <laughs> I usually wait till midnight in the winter to go to the beach. That's usually yeah, the least well, that's crowded. perfect time. Nobody's there. Yeah. The moon turn <laughs> kills me, though. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> we vampires. Ugh. Vampires. Oh, that reminds me of a movie we just watched. Uh. Oh. oh, come on. We've seen worse. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't know. We'll talk <laughs> about that. My absolute favorite movie to review uh one of my absolute favorite bad movies plan nine from outer space the ed wood wonder boy himself produced directed wrote and no he didn't star in it but he was like everything else in it he was he was there i don't know if that's necessarily a good thing <laughs> <laughs> Did I what? Would you like to start this one off? <laughs> okay. I have got a ton of notes and I don't know why I bothered. Um, one, one of the things that really stuck out is I was going to make a list of all the unnecessary shit in this movie and then realize that the whole damn thing was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how could you? How could and you so I just stopped taking notes about, I don't know, a little ways in. Um, we've watched some shit on our show here. Um, to me, this takes the cake. This is no way. I yes. gotta argue with you on this one. Yes, you can argue with me. I'm <laughs> no, no, we haven't. This is bad, man. This is this should have just never. I won't say it's worse than Devil's Express, <laughs> but it isn't better. <laughs> oh no, it's not. I don't think it's better. It's better in a different way. Okay, that's fair. I, I would say that it's better in a. I think. Devil's Express lacked any any love for what they were doing. 
And I think with this one, if you watch it, you can you can see these people were trying to do something good. Whereas Devil's Express never struck me as I'm trying to do anything good. <laughs> I don't know if I even saw trying. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. <laughs> My dog's got a bone right on the floor outside. Just of course, knocking it with her nails. So <laughs> of course, that's how I get when I have a bone out in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I just man, that was to, to me. This is this is it. This is the one that I struggled the hardest to get through. You uh, really? Yeah, I was thankful. Wow. I watched it on Tubi, so I was thankful for the commercial breaks because they were more entertaining. Um, yeah, as I made it through, I should get a participation trophy or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I've got notes. <laughs> Okay, I want to hear these notes, man. This is awesome. Okay, the first part that I just have to laugh at is the the inside of the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> they built it in about an hour with cardboard and wooden half circles for the steering controls. Whole, it's obviously had no budget no. and still went ahead. And you know what? God bless Ed Wood. <laughs> But that was oh holy shit! Have you never seen any Ed Wood movies before? No, that oh is the first. My God, they are genius level bad. And it may be the last. <laughs> no, you gotta see oh oh you gotta see like I think it's Bride of the Monster. I think is the other one that he did. And uh, I will I will give Ed Wood one more shot, but it's gonna be a few reviews in because I gotta wash this taste out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm ready for next month when we do Patrick Swayze because at least we're going to have a good month. Okay, uh, perfect. Now, see, I was wondering, it, were we going to do Patrick Swayze or the musicals next? But okay, Patrick Swayze month. Yeah, that we can do the do the musicals, but huh? um, we can. Um, I figured it was Patrick Swayze month, and then Patrick Swayze month is good. Okay, I'm good with doing musicals next, any because it'll be good. Patrick Swayze month will be good. Um, I have no idea what Night of the Lepus is going to do to us. Uh, that's, <laughs> it may knock this one out. I don't know. Man eating bunnies. <laughs> Lord, mash and teeth. Yeah. go down there and blow its head off. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm glad Chopping Mall was good. And Devil Girl from Mars was really good. Devil Girl from Mars was much better than what we watched. Yes, it was actually much better than a lot of movies, and yeah. I think it's because the acting was was top notch in there, and it was a, uh, it was just it suffered from a bad title. Um, I, this is, I love the cardboard crypt in the crypt in the cemetery. <laughs> Let's get a giant cardboard box. We'll just cut a little hole in it. And, oh yep. my god! How about um, the uh, the grass that was laying there when somebody falls down the whole the whole sheet of grass moves. Yeah. So plan nine was to resurrect the dead. What? <laughs> there is oh, yeah. a movie on Amazon Prime right now called Plan Nine. Is this the remake? Uh, went out and remade Plan Nine from Outer Space. <laughs> and I I just watched the the trailer to it, and I was like, oh, I gotta watch this because I think they use the exact same script. Oh my god. I know, but the zombies look better. This, 
is as off the wall as this story is it could have been done better had it they had a budget oh yeah had they had time it could have been a a very entertaining movie um and i think honestly this is going to be a case where the sets killed this movie um for me the inside of a spaceship, uh, as a square room with a desk. Yeah, I'm going to fly from a desk and a radio control. I'm turning the radio knobs and we're not launching. Oh, my God. At least try. I mean, Star Trek at least had some freaking colored buttons. <laughs> I know it was black and white, but still. I was going to say, everyone was filming in black and white, pal. Give them a They could have flashed. They could have flashed. <laughs> there is a colorized version on Tubi. I did not watch it. I watched the original black and oh, white. Oh, is they, there? Now I'm going to have to go see if I can find the colorized version. It is. If you yeah. if you go onto Tubi, the colorized version is right there beside the regular. All right. I'm going to have to look. That's cool. So somebody did take the time to colorize it. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I don't know why. Have you ever seen the movie, Ed Wood? Yes. I'm shocked then. I'm surprised that you didn't like this movie better. No. Um, or at least try and give him some credit. My problem with Ed Wood is, and I've some from some of the other um, articles I've read about him and, and, and interviews that I've heard from other people, it he never took the time to learn the craft that he wanted to do. Um, and I think, I honestly think, if he had just taken a freaking night course in editing or a night course in how to direct something, <laughs> he, he probably would have had a better product. Maybe rewrote a story instead of doing the first draft and going, here you go, let's go film it. You know, and <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to diss this movie hard. However, I mean, you're absolutely right. He was out there. He was doing it. He obviously loved it. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame that it didn't come together better um that's this is this is freaking bad dude <laughs> it's bad when the best actor in the entire movie is tor johnson wasn't he i will and and he didn't do anything really um except in the beginning he had some dialogue but after that and even his that dialogue face, was delivered better than any of the other dialogue yes. in that freaking movie but his his face and how much he threw himself into being a zombie oh yeah yeah i Okay, here it is. Here's a positive. I love Tor Johnson in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to dislike about him. Um, just this big monster zombie, man. His face. His face yeah, was, was fucking his... awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, the, the best line for me, and has always been, when the good-looking guy and the wife are hugging each other and he's getting ready to fly off to do whatever... Not sure whether he was military or whether he was supposed to be just a regular airline I guy. I think he was just a commercial pilot or something, yeah. Pilot. Okay. But he's telling her, like, you have to be safe. And she's like, well, they're out there. I'm right here. And the Martians are up there. But I'm going to be in there. And she's, like, nodding everything with her head. Like, in what direction is she <laughs> talking about? And the word there was used about six times in one sentence. <laughs> this could have used a rewrite or two. Uh, <laughs> it definitely could have used a rewrite or two. Uh, yeah. Ed Wood needed better friends. <laughs> he just needed Seriously. better actor friends is all. Well, he needed somebody to reel his ass in. <laughs> Say, wait a minute, Ed, this is oh, not going to work. Crazy. They were all freaking crazy. <laughs> and I get it. I, I love the art of making a movie. Um, this was painful. It was To me, it was just a struggle to watch. 
Um, I can watch bad stuff. Yes, I, I had a hard time, dude. I actually had to stop, go take a nap and return to because to, I had to get my stamina up to finish it. <laughs> my cheeks are hurting because I'm laughing so much. Oh, this, this movie is one of my all-time bad movies. I've seen this movie, I couldn't tell you how many times. I've watched it countless times. I absolutely adore this movie for for the exact reason because it's so freaking bad i was like nine or ten probably when i first saw this movie and i knew it was bad then Bam. i would watch that movie and go well he just basically knocked over a tombstone when he's walking the tree's not that great um vampira had a good good moment where she comes in the first time and she's like, she's got her, her hands up. That's one of the most iconic moments in motion picture history. And it's in one of the worst movies yeah. ever made. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just start anywhere, man. I, I, anywhere. I don't even know how to follow that up other than Solar Night. We're going to humans are okay. Now here, here's something positive I can say about the movie. Okay, this is a theme that is done over and over since then, and maybe even before. Uh, yeah. Humanity is going to because we're a bunch of stupid assholes, and we like to destroy everything. We're going to end up destroying the universe, and right. that was the takeaway I got from this movie that these aliens were coming to stop humanity from progressing to the point where they pass the atom bomb and hydrogen bomb and now they're going to blow up the sun which will cause a chain reaction and destroy all of the universe yeah that's crazy sounding but the whole premise was that's what we do and have done and right. i've seen it in so many movies it's why you go to battlestar galactica the cylons are like oh no humans you gotta die we are the virus um right so it was kind of a lofty story to cram it into such a horrible movie um so that's where it had potential and that's where it also lost it's like oh my god you went that far and did it but oh man i got notes how, how did you like the big jocks reaction oh yeah <laughs> i just proved my point jackass you can't even take criticism <laughs> yeah just for that i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> the um they, they couldn't they obviously didn't film at the same time every day uh, oh, because no. it went night, day, night, day, night, day, night, day uh, in the same scene. And oh, yeah. Well, they had that night scene in the graveyard all the time, no matter what time of day. It well, was. they were inside, they were obviously. Night. How many times did they use the Bella Lugosi? Uh, I counted at least four, four times where he's walking out of the woods into the graveyard. No, not that one. The real oh. one. The real Bella Lugosi. <laughs> not, not the chiropractor. He's <laughs> And he's like a foot taller than Bella. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Very funny though. It was, um, it's really hard for me to find positives. Um, other than they made a movie. And as you said before, it had moving pictures. So it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> moving pictures. It had moving noticed. pictures. Uh, I think everybody should watch it. As, as much as it was a struggle for me to get through, um, it's a good movie to watch again 
when I see stuff like this, it reinforces the need to create, the need right. to go out and do something. Whatever it is you're doing, whether it's painting, drawing, writing, music, go do it. Because while there's always somebody better than you, there's definitely always somebody worse than you. <laughs> so, right. Make sure somebody sees that movie first before yeah. yours. <laughs> oh, you think my movie sucks? Let me show you something. I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah, I'm a freaking genius. <laughs> I'm worse than freaking Wells over here compared to this guy. <laughs> I mean, not everything is going to be great. Not, but this, damn man, it was hard. I love this movie. I love it because it's so bad, and now, he tried I, so hard, but he didn't know how to try. That's the problem. It's like somebody he just had a camera and was like, "Okay, I got this camera. I know how to set it on a tripod so it doesn't shake." But that's really about all the training I've got. That's what it seemed like. Uh, yeah. Now, the Madman of Madragas, is that it? Yeah. Mandoras, Hitler's brain. Madman Mad of Mandoras. Mandoras, yeah. The Madman of Mandoras. Not the college added stuff that the students yeah, did, but yeah. just the, the original without that did a better job than this and yeah um, and it was a bad movie they even it was a bad movie but yeah. it, it hit it had the right ingredients even though they may not have cooked as long as they should have the right. cake got made um whereas when they went in with the the extra stuff to make they saved hitler's brain you ended up with plan nine right right <laughs> it was exactly. just like like it was ten for me. You you add the college stuff into the madman, madman of Enduros, and it's worse than they say than than Plan Nine. Yeah, from outer space. Um, the problem, the big problem, I think, with Plan Nine from outer space is, if I remember correctly, reading, is he wanted to just make a zombie movie because monster movies were selling. Right. But he needed money, so he somehow managed to sucker in a Baptist church to give him money to make movies. And the plan was that he was going to make Christian movies off of the money he made from this movie, but they didn't want zombies because zombies were bad. Everybody likes science fiction, though. Okay, we'll make it science fiction. Oh, and Bob here is an actor. That was the guy with the shoulders five feet wide. Who looked the part of an actor but never acted in his life <laughs> he wants to act you make him your star okay now he's got to make a zombie picture a science fiction picture and he added like three actors i think this baptist minister wanted him to add if i'm not mistaken of people that weren't part of his group like he 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 hung out with some really strange people. Yeah. And he was strange himself. But they all were strange together and they all knew, you know, how to act. You throw in the Christian uh, Baptist guys and all of a sudden you got a bunch of Hollywood freaks in with these nice Christian people who are looking at him like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> and that's when you get Plan 9 from Outer Space. It, it was just bad. <laughs> the name of the movie originally was uh, crap. I wrote it down. I don't have my notes with me. Um, okay, so you went to look up uh, the original title. 
Yeah, I got the uh, the original title was Grave Robbers from Outer Space. Okay, that's a better but title. They didn't want grave robbers. They didn't want zombies. They didn't want all the crap that actually would have probably made it not a great movie, but his original idea, if they would have just stuck with it, probably would have been better. Um, yeah, I have this, the cockpit set also. How do you like whenever they were flying? Nobody had their hands on any of them. No, no. You guys got the notes. He's like, hey, yeah, uh, hey, I'm going to flirt with the chick over here <laughs> over my yeah. shoulder. I don't know what this cardboard wheel is, but it might work. <laughs> the other guy's looking out the window. Hey, Bob, are you thinking about something? Yeah. Anything you know. Flying? <laughs> I guess that's, again, I go to the sets killed this movie for me right right because it would have yes it would have taken more work and more time and a little bit more money but you didn't have to do anything super fancy but you can do more than hang curtains up on a wall and put a desk in the middle of a, a empty room to like i'm on a spaceship that, that no, was come a on. curtain by the way too yeah <laughs> it's i met i think you nailed it it was here's somebody who knew how to set up a camera and run it. And right. this is this is what happens when you give a child a camera right. and say, go make a movie. They're going to make a movie. It's going to look like this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a bad movie. Yeah, they're going to have uh, cheap sets and stuff and, and do things, which is which is great. But this was this was not Ed's first movie, was right. it? No. no, no, no. His first movie was Glenn or Glenda, I believe. Okay. Glenn or Glenda is the transvestite or cross-dressing uh, movie that he made. Right. Which probably made just as much money as you would think it would make back in the 50s. I'd like to see it to see if it's any better. <laughs> it's horrible. I've seen it. Okay. It's, I saw it once. It is beyond freaking horrible. It is beyond... I don't think I ever want to see it <laughs> Fair enough. But feel free. I'm sure it's floating around out there. I'm sure it is. I mean, but it is a bad, bad movie. <laughs> hmm. Not good at all. Good God. Um, now, this is uh, the narration in it. That was another problem. I did not like the narration. Right. I thought it was unnecessary. Um, again, if I would list everything, it was unnecessary. Uh, that's all there would be the entire freaking movie. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say the whole movie's unnecessary. It is. Uh, it's so I, fun. I didn't. I did not have the fun that you had in it. Um, and I'll respect that. that but it's we, we hmm. pretty much on on board with each other. Like, not on this one. This one. Um, I will go watch The Devil's Express again. Oh my lord! Yeah. I think you'd have to put a gun to my head to make me watch that one again. That's how I feel about Plan Nine. <laughs> <laughs> understandable man <laughs> i liked seeing it um but man i need a palate cleanse and what we have coming up uh next week i don't know if it's going to do it or not giant <laughs> <laughs> man eating bunnies is not going to do it for me man <laughs> oh man it has potential it has so much potential <laughs> does it does it's it got stop? rabbits ignition <laughs> teeth does it really have potential? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, yes. Can't wait to get to the next month. <laughs> How about the, um, the gun safety moments that were all over that movie? The gun safety moments? Don't tell me you missed every gun safety moment. The inspectors, the cops, they all have their hands, their finger in the trigger of the gun, and the one cop scratching his neck. The other one's pushing his hat back. The other one's pointing at him. Oh, those there. type of moments, <laughs> yes. And the, the other one who does the same thing. They're sitting there talking, and he's got the gun, and he's like, hey, Bob, you know? <laughs> he's like shaking it in the guy's face. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap. And the, the pilot, who was a Marine, just grabbed that pistol and was just pointing it everywhere as well, too. And it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the question, do you know how to use a gun? I was a Marine for four years. Motherfucker, you were a typist. <laughs> do you know how to use a gun? <laughs> worked in the clerical office. Do you know how to use a goddamn gun or not? <laughs> I didn't ask you whether you're a Marine. Oh <laughs> uh, well that goes that goes with when we watched Chopping Mall. Um the yeah, yeah. final girl knew how to do everything because her dad was a Marine. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, like is well, it is, is it the go-to? <laughs> I mean, the Marines must be great because you just know everything. And yeah. you know, if you're a Marine, don't get mad at me. I'm talking about the way they write Marines in movies. Not real Marines. I've met real Marines. I'm cool with real Marines. Talking about the way military and Marines are written in movies, especially bad ones like Chopping Mall. Right. And Plan from Outer Space. <laughs> you just, if you watch him, you'll be upset if you're a Marine. You'll go, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Oh God! I just wanted to clarify that so I don't get my ass beat by much of Marine. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll agree with you yeah. on the betrayal. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any other notes on it. Um, <sighs> I do want to go back and watch the Johnny Depp, Tim Burton, Ed Wood movie again. Um, I do remember enjoying it, and it would probably I would probably be less harsh on it if I remembered it or had been a refresher on what ed went through and what he was doing but yeah uh this this is tree pirate level you didn't appreciate the criswell opening no how could you not appreciate the criswell opening <laughs> we here on this planet earth spinning through space in space out of space doing yeah. space things <laughs> Oh, in the God. end of time, with time, you have time, I've got time. That was... <laughs> Again, another rewrite couldn't have hurt you, buddy. <laughs> a few rewrites would have would have actually been really good for this. Uh, I think it had the starting of a story in there. And when you mention what he wanted to do versus what he ended up having to do, right. I do cut him some slack on it, but it was just, uh, it was just poorly executed, poorly edited, um, just the story needed mm. needed some rewrites there needed to be actors in it um and it was just oh god it was bad it was bad ladies and gentlemen it is a bad movie for scott it is a bad bad movie oh yeah That's it's a bad point. bad movie it never gets good <laughs> it's a great bad movie which means i have watched this thing a dozen times <laughs> in my life and i love it because it's so bad um, I personally have seen a lot worse. <laughs> Devil's Express is one of them. I would even put 
uh, Eat My Dust up there, the one that we did a, a few months or uh, almost a month ago by yeah. now. Uh, yeah, even that one. Oh, that's a bad one. Worse than this one. At least they had a budget. At least Eat My Dust had a budget. Um, yeah. The way he filmed Bella Lugosi in this was he just happened to have some film and a camera and was filming Bella. He was never meant to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. So he took that after Bella Lugosi died. He was like, well, how can I get my friend in this movie? And he used that film footage. Had Bella lived and they made this movie, I honestly think the movie would have been at least a step better. Right. If you would have had Bella Lugosi in it. I mean, for all his his drug problems and drinking and all the problems that he had, he's still a better actor than, a better actor than any of those guys ever right. could have possibly been. Tor Johnson maybe maybe would have been brought up a notch at that point. Yeah, and that's um that's a good a good point about Bella that um you know just the way he found a way to work him into the movie. Right. Um so that's admirable. I get it. Um but yeah, that's Eat My Dust, um Devil's Express, Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, gone in sixty seconds. I forgot about that one. Those yeah, are all blocked out of my head. I put yeah. a wall there. I put a. Wall. I think this. While they're all bad movies, I think this just took it to a level that were like, oh my god, I didn't think you could get this bad. <laughs> I mean, you're already you're already bad, but then it takes it another step. Uh, <laughs> it was painful, dude. It was. I have never like you. When you wanted to walk out of the movie and realize you were in your own house and it would be awkward, I almost did the same thing. Right. I'm <laughs> leaving. Your wife's like, where are you going? Oh, I've had enough of this. <laughs> going over, I'm going to stand over there now. <laughs> I'm going to watch this commercial and relax. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, I love this movie. I really do. I love it that it's so bad. And I really wanted you to love it because it was so bad too, but I know we're not always going to agree. We're not going to meet on this one. <laughs> like, like I said, Devil's Express, you'd have to put a gun to my head to make me watch that one again. Um, I don't think I'll ever watch Gone in 60 Seconds again. Oh, I'll no. never watch Eat My Dust again. No. Um, trying to think of what else we've seen. Uh, that, that you know coffee i'll definitely watch coffee again yeah i like coffee. um even dolomite is so bad but dolomite, i will watch the hell out of dolomite seeing to me like i said in the dolomite review it's my plan nine for um, from outer space for black exploitation yeah. that's how i feel about dolomite it's just so bad but i i love it so much you know <laughs> i get it i get it i get it now dolomite is to me is bad on many levels and that's right. what i i can watch um yeah. and it suffers a lot of the same problems that plan nine does mm-hmm. so not to uh just continually rag on ed wood but i don't remember a cardboard set on dolomite <laughs> <laughs> the uh warden's office warden's okay office you got me you got me. Gone in 60 seconds with the decorative metal uh, restraining yep. screen in a cop car. And yeah. For no apparent reason. But uh, again, I think whenever you're making a movie with super low budget or no budget, you got to cut costs. You got to. Oh, cut absolutely. Costs. And I, I don't know because I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy that would know how to do it. But there's got to be an angle that you can shoot at or, or a paint that you can throw on it to make it look like it's 
is what you want it to look like. Um, the Ed Wood uh, cockpit was just horrible. It was just <laughs> freaking. It was a piece of wood with a semicircle on it at, for the. In know, a room. The steering, the steering column, whatever, yeah. you, whatever you call it for an airplane. I'm sorry, I'm not a pilot. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's horrible. I mean, they weren't hitting any buttons. The one guy, literally, they at one point, they don't even have their hands on the wheels of the plane. The one guy is sitting there looking down at a piece of paper on a clipboard, and the other guy is looking out the window. Yeah. And then I'm looking around like they don't have a communications guy, and they don't have a uh, navigations officer. Right. There should be at least two more guys in that cockpit with them. <laughs> nope, not today. Nope, not today. Not no, and, and you, movie, you mister. Yeah. <laughs> you you brought up there should be a way with a camera angle or paint or something. <clears throat> I I took part in a movie a couple years ago. Um, it's called Spriggan, and uh, oh, I'm sorry. Spriggan. Spriggan. S P R I G G A N. It's a okay. mythical beast. Um, not sure where it's watchable right now, but it is out there on the internet. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's some fantasy channel on Roku or something that it's on. But we did a scene inside a cave. And it looks very real. It looks like we're in a cave. In mm -hmm. reality, we're in a barn with um, craft paper, brown craft paper that has been right. crumpled up, stuck on the walls, and then spray painted. And it looks like a freaking cave. Um, right. So there, there are tricks. Now, you know, if Ed didn't take the time, they learn those tricks. <laughs> yeah, that's, and I think that was always his biggest problem. I think he, sh he thought he should just know it and was mad that nobody saw his genius, but he never took time to, to uh, cultivate his genius. Because I can't imagine what he could have maybe accomplished had he actually had some talent. If he, if he had all did. the hurt in the world, man. I mean, he, he was, I, I can't imagine what he could have done with good, good actors if he had known, if he had taken the time to learn his job, which is directing and storytelling. Yeah. Here's one thing Ed had. Um, Ed had drive. Yeah. He had ambition and he had heart. And that's, um, that's something missing from people who just have money. Mm -hmm. um, Ed made movies because he wanted to make movies and right. I admire the hell out of it. This is still a bad movie. It doesn't change that <laughs> for me, but as a, I will always respect the person who goes out and tries. Right. And does it, um, right. No matter how it comes out. Yeah, I would agree with but that. That's I'll give him that. I think that's when, I, when I say he needed better friends, he needed, he needed people to help him. He needed people who knew those things. He needed his circle to be able to do that. He had a way to make the movies happen and come together to film. So he just needed a better circle. Yeah, he needed. And there, there's a lot to be said for that. There's a lot to be said for artists of any genre that, that need to step out of their circle. Some, sometimes the people that you think are going to get you there, and the people that are the anchor holding you back. Absolutely. Um, usually it's very obvious to everyone um, that's outside of your circle looking in. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not as obvious for the person that thinks this is, this is going to be great. Uh, and I don't know about you, but I, I know I've had to cut ties with people that are just like, yeah, no, we're, we're done yeah. now. We're done yeah. here today. Um, the... It's just because you, you can't take so much negative energy coming in on you 
and at some point you just got to go eh, the uh, the blacklist <laughs> is real yeah exactly. it, it is there exactly. absolutely is you have you have you're to look at my christmas list this year you're yeah. off my christmas list <laughs> You have to surround yourself with people who are going to drive you in the in the right direction, and you're all right. going to share in that vision and be able to carry it. And when the negativity starts, you can't have that in there. And um, it's just you may like the people, but right. man, sometimes you just can't work with 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 that. And yeah. it's, it, he needed he needed better friends. Yeah, he definitely needed somebody to go. Hey, Ed, uh, I know this guy who can teach you how to direct. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I know a guy and I know a place where you can go to learn what you want to do. And, and, and if he'd you know, been able to edit listen. better or <sighs> there's so much that could have made this better. I, I you could keep the damn story as it is. Mm -hmm. You can work with that and actually probably make a pretty entertaining movie. Right. Uh, given That's time why I and want money. to watch the remake, the Plan 9 remake. Let me know. Oh, I'm I not will. brave enough. I will. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it right away. I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> So for um, for Plan Nine for Outer Space, my review is hell no, never again. Um, <laughs> it's freaking horrible. Um, however, that being said, I think it's important to watch. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, there's some good that can be come from it. Just yeah. to uh, to see, just to tell yourself, hey, I don't suck that bad. Uh, right, right. <laughs> so, no, I get it. Um, and my my thing is that it's such a bad movie. I absolutely love it. I will watch it again. Hell, I'll probably watch it in a couple of weeks. I'll be honest with you because yeah, I love hey. bad Ed Wood movies. Um, I've never been able to watch Glenn or Glenda twice. I've only seen it, I think, the one time many, many moons ago, and it was horrible. Uh, but Ed Wood, again, I, I don't know if he would have listened to anybody. Probably if not. He would have come forward and said, hey, man. I can teach you how to direct. I, I can. I see what you're trying to do. I see your movies. I can teach you. And I've I've often wondered whether that ever happened to him, whether somebody came to him and was like, "I can be your mentor. Let me show you how to do this." And he just because I just imagine him going, "No, I'm a genius," and walking away. And that that could have been. That you know, could have been. And if that's the case. Then it's all on him. It is. Yeah. One hundred percent. So you've been watching anything else? Um. I think I, I I watch a lot of old uh, old sitcoms. I I like the old Bob Newhart sitcom right. where he's the psychiatrist or the psychologist. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. I don't usually watch too much of the new stuff. Uh, the one series that you and I were watching and, and always talking about was uh, The Good Place. Yes. And I'm very I'm kind of depressed that it's over. That that's a fantastic series. It that absolutely is, is fantastic, especially that first season is just it keeps you guessing the whole time in the first I, I could we could do two hours discussion about the good place it is hey, so man if you want it's on netflix i'll watch that whole thing again and we can sit down and talk <laughs> i'm about not ready it. to go through it again no no but it's, <laughs> but it was excellent I'm, I'm there because that is a great series well written um i'm not a big american television fan since you know many year, years uh i think wings and and Cheers is probably the last ones that I really watched and thought, hey, these are great. Right. And I know you're looking at me like, how can this man say these things? But uh, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of British television. Right. Like British sitcoms. I love British sitcoms. Um, like 
I will sit there and watch uh, Waiting for God over and over. I'll watch uh, the, um, shit, what is the, the one series that I watch constantly? Uh, Are You Being Served? Oh, my God. That's a great series that I have not seen in years. That is an absolute oh my God, yes. watch if you want to see how to get co-workers in a working environment to work together poorly. That, yeah, it's just great. Yeah. Uh, and then there's The Last of the Summer Wine, which is probably my ultimate favorite sitcom. It's just these four little old men that go around town causing trouble. Like, the entire series, it's like, the thing was on for like 35 or 40 years. I wow. forgot how long. But it's only like six or seven, because they, they, the way they do it in Britain was like six or seven episodes per season. Right. They skip a couple of seasons, they, they come back. Um, but it was just hysterical. Um, keeping up appearances. Uh, I, I just love old British sitcoms, and it's they're just to me they're they're very well written. There's a lot of character development in there. Even the newer ones, I'm really liking some of the, the newer stuff. Uh, and I don't know, American comedy always after the '70s, after. Probably, probably Cheers. After that era of television, mm-hmm. they started going for the punchline. Yeah. One, two, three, punch. One, two, three, punch. One, two, and if you didn't get that one, two, three, punch, oh, it's a horrible sitcom. No, this is that's that's a horrible sitcom. What you're writing, <laughs> this is absolutely horrible. That's why I stopped watching Friends because Friends started out really good, then everybody started watching it, and it started becoming it started being written for me. I, I could see the difference in the writing. I don't know if they changed writers, but you could see the difference in the writing by about third or fourth season. It started becoming the make them laugh, make them laugh, make yeah. them laugh, not setting up a joke. Um, not writing to be funny, writing for the laugh. and the... Yeah, they, they were writing to, for the one, two, three punchline. Yeah. You know? um, there's a series called Red Dwarf, which is another British sitcom, which I freaking love. And season 10, they did a joke, but it was a joke that kept getting revisited for like the first half of the, the show. They, and it was about a moose. And I can't even go through the whole thing. It's just very funny. If anybody's got BritBox, go to season 10, watch, watch the entire series of Red Dwarf. But they, they didn't do the one, two, three joke. You saw this joke coming from a mile away. They give you the setup within the first four or five minutes, and you're like, this is going to get repeated. You just know it's going to get repeated. And it gets repeated. And you're like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. And then the next character comes in, and you're like, oh, no, they're not going to do this again. And they set up the joke again, slap you again. But the way it's set up is just hysterical. And it's all about a moose. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's just so stupid it's just hysterical but that's for me that's writing that that's you're you're telegraphing the joke mm-hmm. you're, you're letting the person know that joke's coming or that that punchline or that that moment is coming and now all you have to do is sit there and wait for it as the viewer and there's too many writers nowadays that don't do that and, and it's difficult, I'm sure. I mean, it's it's difficult for me to tell a freaking four-panel joke, six-panel joke, and, and get it to make any sense. Um, but it's worth it. Whenever I make myself chuckle, I'm like, okay, this is this is where I stop. 
Right. Um, whether that's right or not, or whether I need to go back in and write 15 more times, I don't know. But that's <laughs> when I start chuckling at something stupid I've written, I'm like, oh, okay, that's, I think, got got, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stop right there. Maybe I could push it, maybe not. Um, but it, it's all in the writing. And I think movies are all in the writing. Mm-hmm. The writers get shit on a lot. Uh, from what I've read and what I've seen, what I, you know, I mean, I got an entire thing of books behind me that's mostly about writing and cartooning. And they just seem to get pooped on a whole lot by people with money. Yeah. Um, because they figure, well, I, I need to get, you know, some big name actor in here to make your words make any sense. When most of those actors really aren't that great at acting. I mean, some of them are really good. Some mm-hmm. of them have a niche. Will Will Smith plays Will Smith in a movie. Very rarely does he break break out. Sometimes when he does, he's fantastic. Yeah. Other times when he does, you just scratch your head and go, why are you trying that? <laughs> go back and be Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, I have been watching uh, American TV. Uh, I will say... This is a, I'm, I'm watching Cobra Kai right now. Oh, see, I haven't seen that. I have that in my queue. It is a must watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm glad Netflix picked it up because I just didn't want to pay for YouTube. Uh, right, so, right. Um, the fact it's on there now, um, almost through the first season, it is so damn good. It is, my God, it is so funny. Um, and there's so many callbacks to the first movie. Yeah, and the all the characters are there, and they have taken it and they have flipped it. Yeah, you find yourself rooting for Johnny. Yeah, for the guy who was the bad guy. That's yeah. what it looks and like. And now Ralph Macchio is the Daniel Larusso is the asshole. Right. It is right. so cool how they did it, and their kids are are following in the same trajectory that they did as high schoolers in the eighties. Right. And right. it's. It's you're seeing a repeat of the movie. Uh, so many callbacks to Mr. Miyagi and stuff mm-hmm. goes on, and the humor is is absolutely hilarious. Um, That's so cool. damn good, must watch. Um, That's cool. You you but will like you know, it. You say that's American TV, but that was two guys that want to do something outside of the uh, the the networks. Right. They did this on their own, yeah. and they got picked up. So I'm hoping that really pays off for them because those two guys. It looks like they really worked their rear ends off on this. Yeah, and uh, Will Smith is actually one of the producers. <laughs> Get out of town, really? Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. I said American TV because only because it was produced here, but talking BritBox. But uh, yeah, it's it's one that obviously there's a lot of love in it, and mm-hmm. I think anybody who enjoys the Karate Kid series will will absolutely love Cobra Kai. Uh, it's it's funny and man does it have heart. It's yeah, it's so good. Uh, That's what I look for in a in a good show. Yeah. A little bit of hope. Be sure and tune in next week on Halloween for Night of the Lepus.